War. War never changes. History is a never-ending string of conquest and reconquest, a never-ending struggle of limited resources and the race to eradicate that limit. Long ago, the New World was plentiful. It had a seemingly limitless supply of farmland and gold and oil, so much no one would ever need to worry about resources ever again. It was this idea that brought the end. By the 21st century, the resources ran thin, and yet humanity continued pumping gases into the air. As the world heated up, new trade routes opened in the north, and the small town of Barrow, Alaska grew into a thriving city. As the people came, however, the resources continued to dwindle, and it became harder and harder to keep everyone alive. Scientists were hard at work on the solution for the North, but it didn't come fast enough, as the Chinese occupied Anchorage, and eventually, after fighting them back with our power armor, the bombs dropped. Few Alaskans were lucky enough to get a vault. Barrow had one, but it was plagued with the same problem as before, too many people and not enough food. After years in the vault, its citizens finally prepare to leave, to establish Camp Barrow and rediscover the relatively untouched North Slope they left behind. If they're lucky, they may find the solution to all of their problems. Less lucky and they'll find the only way to reach that solution is through war. And war never changes. Welcome to Fallout Survivors of the North. That was a fun speech. Nice. Man, I can't wait for us to all, like, destroy the seriousness of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, we'll see. Uh, I promise I wasn't expecting you to say, uh, and then everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked, like, midway through that speech. <laughs> and everything changed when the Chinese attacked. <laughs> when Chinese War. War sometimes changes, but usually not. Right. <laughs> usually the change involves, like, nuclear weapons or machine guns, drone warfare. All I need to live is my Pit Boy 3000 and my special limited edition hollow tape of the Red Menace. That was a joke. The but <laughs> yeah, the Red Menace. Oh my god. So this is actually it's actually a few years before you guys are getting ready to leave the vault. Uh this is a bit this is going to be a bit of a like a before you leave scene and then you're It'll, it'll be a time skip kind of thing. And then Samantha will be so so puny if it's be, it's if it's a few years before she leaves. She will be <laughs> so small. She will be you guys, teenager. You guys are in the East Wing Vault cafeteria. You guys are getting ready to have some lunch. Um, you guys are in line for food. It's you know it's your typical kind of cafeteria that you might see at like a school, except. Uh, the roof is mostly metallic. There are, like, yellow stripes that go around in a circle. They've kind of decayed w over time, but they're still mostly intact. Uh, there's, you know, it's a crowd of people. It's fairly loud. People are all wearing their vault suits. They're having conversations with people. There are young people, old people, people in between. Uh, and you guys are in line waiting to get your food. You're about to pick up trays. Why don't you two introduce yourselves? And Lefty, your character is... Not here right now. We'll do a scene with you later. But why don't you two introduce yourselves? Jimbo, do you want to go first? Alright, boys. Uh, I'm the friendly neighbor- I'm your friendly neighborhood chem addict, Papa Scuff. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, there isn't many joys in life, but to him, there's just one, and that's chems. Um, however, uh- Is there a specific chem? Um, I don't know. You know, 
Probably, probably Psycho. Psycho or Psycho. Jet. All right. The, the two big ones. The two big ones. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty big. Uh, what else is there to you? Hmm. What else have you got going on? Yeah, I'm addicted to chems. Uh, but growing up, he's been a big fan of westerns, and his life goal is to find the legendary engraved uh revolver. That's just been rumored around the uh, vault. Ooh, it, does he know? Like, does he have any idea where it might be from? Uh, like, whose it was? It, it was. It's just kind of. It, it's uh, the hollow tapes that he's seen, uh, had like mentioned this revolver. Uh, kind of like uh. Ooh, I'm trying to think of it. Like you, you know how, uh, in New Vegas, um, the Sarsaparilla star caps are like, yeah, the big thing. Yeah, it it kind of has like that same level of uh, okay, intrigue, I guess. It not not much is okay, known I about it, it, but it's assumed that it's like it's out there, and uh, he is like fascinated by it, and he wants it. Uh, that that's that is my boy Papa Scuff. All right, all right. Um, oh, quick to mention, he's pretty ghoul-like. Uh, after years of chems and stuff, he, he almost looks exactly <laughs> like a ghoul. Hence why like, people have eventually ended up calling him Papa Scuff. Nobody knows his real name. Uh, it eventually... But, like, you're not actually a ghoul. You're just a human. No, no, I, I, I'm an honorary ghoul, I guess you could say. <laughs> I'm honorary. a human that looks pretty ghoulish. Yeah, but I don't think people really know that ghouls well, yeah, exist. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to, as but, us viewers out of the meta. We'll find out that you are an honorary ghoul later. Yeah. Just in the meta sense. In the uh, meta sense. Yeah. And then the camera pans to the left and it shows our other human character. Samantha. Dun, dun, dun. So, I, so, Samantha, otherwise known as Ant, I, I think you said this is a few years before we leave, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's a teenager at this point. Like, rebellious teenager, not wearing her bald suit properly. Ooh. So Samantha is... It's like like, like she's wearing it like around her waist and has like a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, like how the picture I send you is. Alright, alright. But, uh, but essentially, yeah, she has it basically tied around her waist and is wearing like, I guess like a simple like white shirt under. But anyway, so Samantha is a strange funny little gal um she would so she's been adopted by the probably the most popular family in the vault the smiths uh, fuck those smiths but ever since uh she witnessed essentially their exclusive uh cool barbecue that she wasn't invited to and neither was a lot of other people she realized hey that's fucked up and she decided to net like to never ha- like to never let anyone like be left out of just you know eating food ever again. Sounds like communist propaganda to me. Communism? Huh, that's not far left enough. We're going to <laughs> we're going to social anarchy, boy. Hell yeah. But anyway, so essentially, she decided that after seeing all the resources dwindle and hearing stories. Very few stories, but some stories of what the world was like before the war happened. She decided that she wanted to fix that. And so her main goal is uh, to find non-radioactive dirt to start uh, to start planting with again. So like, so like normal dirt. Yes, normal dirt. 
<laughs> normal dirt that uh you know normal dirt um some good place you know some like lots of materials and then some wool for new clothes because the vault suits suck ass and she is specifically looking for the legendary radioactive mutant of a, a cross between a, a caribou and a sheep Ooh. I'm right, it's actually a sheep, sheep, not a caribou sheep. Aww. Well, that was a bummer. Well, let's call it the caribou sheep now. Keep. Just so we can make those jokes. Carabeep. The carabeep. <laughs> She's looking for the legendary carabeep that probably doesn't exist, but she doesn't know. Pirates of the carabeep. Carabeep. The fact about Ant is her big endgame is, uh, is she wants to eventually live peacefully on a farm with uh, her 20 robot uh, spouses. <laughs> And never have to worry about the radioactivity around the world ever again. Alright. Understandable. Uh, Next to you in line is your childhood friend, Mandy Carey. Uh, She's a a young Japanese-American lady. Uh, She she has a pair of glasses on. She's wearing the vault suit, like, exactly as you're supposed to wear it. She's not the type to, like, break rules or anything. But... Uh, as any good delinquent friend would have. <laughs> exactly. They're perfect for each other. Uh, no, she she's not the type to break rules or anything, but she has always wanted to be a, something of an engineer. Her parents have never exactly been supportive of that, but she's hung around uh, Ant because Ant has more or less been supportive of her want to be an engineer. It's okay. Like, my parents aren't supportive of me either. Because they're dead. <laughs> Ba-dum-bum. That's it. Comedy. I'm making it. Okay. The line starts moving forward. You guys are able to all pick up your trays. And you get, you know, food. Generic food. Schlop. Mm. Food. Mm, food. It, you know, it's basically like a paste. It's nutrition paste. It's nutrition paste. It's like gray paste. And is super. She can't fucking wait to eventually grow this paste. She may have heard some stories about animals, but she probably does not know exactly what a vegetable is. Ah, gray goo. The finest stuff that only grows on the finest of trees. Or so I've heard. Gray goo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it actually has a sticker on it that says, grown here in the USA, and then and then it's crossed out, and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> you had to sell that Grey Goo somehow. Grown locally. Very grown locally. Lo- very locally. And, like, the lunch lady stares at you ominously, and she mouths, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, she doesn't do that. That was a joke. Thanks, Gertrude. Comedy, scratch that. Rewind the tape. She doesn't do that. Uh, you guys get your food, uh, and you guys, you know, presumably move toward a table and start eating, you know, the schlop. Slurp. You know, eating sounds that only correspond to bring you, that brings us sustenance and nourishment. You know, guys, I wonder, do you think there could be, like, blue goo out there? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maybe like purple goo. Do you think that would taste better than this? Nah, dude, gray goo. It's where it's at. Only thing good for us. What about dark gray goo? 
Ooh, you know, I don't think of that. I think it's brown goo. I think I think bra- brown goo brown goo's a little go- it's a little off. You know, expiration date was like last year for brown goo. I feel. No, it's poop. Have you heard of the mythical white goo? I was about, I was, oh no! <laughs> oh no! That's the first cum joke. My father had some white goo earlier. <laughs> That's what I'm here There's for. There's the first cummy joke. I don't know, maybe there could be like green goo out there. Mandy actually looks up from her food, uh, and she says, Well, actually in some of the books I was reading there was food that wasn't even goo at all. Well, I'm calling you a liar. Okay. <laughs> That's mean. Yeah, well, I like my goo, and to believe that there's something out of it that isn't goo is blasphemy and heresy. I will have you- I will- I will report this to the overseer. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't tell Flora! Uh, no, she- she actually says, um, there were all sorts of foods, there were these long, round, straight-looking things with, like, red goo on it, and, like, chunks of- Meat? That was it was called spaghetti, I think. There was there were these weird like tan brown square things with like other things between them. There's all sorts of other stuff out there. I think I think this whole fallout story is starting to pain me. Experiencing a life without spaghetti is a life I don't want to experience. Can you like grow this spaghetti? I I think they I don't remember what it said. Do we have, like, spaghetti seeds? But as as you guys are talking, you hear a bit of commotion uh, from back toward the line, and you turn and see a kind of, you know, small, framey kind of kid uh, be about to be pushed by another bigger, muscly kid with, like, dark black hair. I'm going to punch the muscly kid. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run over and punch the muscly kid. He's actually going to go ahead and, like, reach out his arm and block your punch. He says, don't fucking touch me! Eugene, give me your fucking food! You fucking uh, and me your food, G- give me your goo, Eugene! Give me your goo! You leave for Eugene Isaiah, Isaiah, no, wait! But, but... Shut the fuck up, Eugene! I didn't come here for you to take the last fucking food! Um, you know what? I'm gonna- I have the perfect plan already. The perfect, ant-guaranteed, bona fide, appreciated plan. Yeah? She's gonna- I'm gonna give her a little small tangent about how the lack of resources is turning us into wild animals and how we should just- we should just, you know, knock it off. And then I'm gonna grab the nearest lunch tray from somebody else and I'm gonna, like, fucking smack him in the face with it. And be like, you should be like- be like, it's like stop, like stop acting like like an animal. This lack of resources um, is fucking tearing us apart. While I'm smacking this bully kid with a lunch tray in the face, that isn't even my lunch tray, mind you. I'm just grabbing the nearest one. Um. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and so let's call this a melee attack. Go ahead and roll a twenty-sided die. Um. What is your modifier for melee? That's strength, isn't it? Yeah, for melee. Would this count as a melee weapon? 
Yes, this would be a melee weapon. Okay, so I got a five. Because you picked up a launch tray, and now you're smacking him in the face. Plus five? Is that what you said? I got five, and then, like, my skill says plus 15. So is that a 20 overall? Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. Hold on. Or do you want me to use the original mod? This is, no, this is a different kind of roll. Hold on. So you roll a 20-sided die, and you compare it to the DR or ER, depending on the so weapon no, no. type. The thing is, okay, combat is different from regular checks, so... Making an attack is at the bottom let's of the Let's just say, it, I'll just say, for now, this is just a melee weapon that you don't have any... Let's see, let's see. Um, okay, so your, plus fi your melee weapons is 15? Yes. So it's going to be a plus one. A plus one? Yeah, it's plus one to hit per ten points. Uh, so that'd be a six. A six? Yeah, I rolled a five. Which is not... Yeah, so... Isaiah, he grabs the lunch tray from your hand, and he holds it up, and he says, If you try that shit again, I'll fucking kill you! I feel like that's not allowed. I have a feeling <laughs> that that's really not allowed. You think? Did I get fucking cut off again? <laughs> no, no. I, I heard you. We all heard you. <sighs> uh, Pretty sure murder isn't legal. Isaiah, he turns to Eugene and he says, You fucking listen here. You meet me here at 1am or I'll fucking kill you. And he he turns off on his heel and walks away with the tray in his hand. Hmm. I'm gonna go to Eugene and be like, You don't have, you don't have to meet him anywhere. He is it's a nasty, horrible person. And you sh you shouldn't have to face him alone. Are you kidding? He's gonna fucking kill me if I don't go. God, why did I do that? And he starts holding his head in his hands, like rubbing his temples. It's like, fuck. I'm gonna try to comfort him as best as I can. <clears throat> Mandy walks up to you and says, I think there's something we can do about this. Of course, I was planning on beating him there and beating him up. That's not gonna happen. Uh, why don't you- I'm gonna come over and butt into the, of the, into the conversation, be like, hmm, you smooth skins conspiring. <laughs> What are you talking about? What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Papa Scuff, I don't use moisturizer, so I'm not a very smooth-skinned person. Hmm. Well, compared to me, you're like velvet. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate it. It's not fun. This is bad. Um, Having a breakdown. Guys, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go to Eugene, I'm gonna say to Eugene, uh, you should have given him your goo, Eugene. He needs to I know what I should have done. Oh, God. And he sort of pushes his glasses up back onto his eyes and sort of, like, tries not to cry. Manny says, I don't think you understand. Why don't you just meet me in my room in, like, an hour? And she finishes eating and Puts her tray away, and then she walks out of the room. I'm going to continue to eat my goo. I'm going to sit back next to Papa Scuff to finish <clears> my <throat> goo, and I'm going to be like, Well, Papa Scuff, it seems like it's up to us. After all, you know what they say. All cops are pigs. They don't... Eugene's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's a cop? What's a cop? You know, what is it, a I read it in a book once. It's what like... is a boo? What's a pig? 
I read it in the book once. It was. I'm illiterate and I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> They're like the. Okay, what's the vault security called? That's just security. Uh, yeah, security. Vault security. But. Probably better awesome. than our vault security. But they beat people senselessly and then they report that they had guns armed at aimed at them. No, that was a joke. Vault security isn't gonna help us here. Especially since Isaiah's the overseer's kid. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I just realized like, oh I tried to beat up the overseer's kid. I had an idea, but now that you meant now that you mentioned that he's the overseer's kid, I don't know if I want to go with my idea. <laughs> what was your idea? <laughs> hey, Papa Scuff knows what he's doing. He gets stuff done. <laughs> no! <laughs> he pulls out his hand as if there's a gun. He's like, oh, yeah. I don't have it yet. Oh, my God. Uh, I just, I, okay, Max, I didn't know that Isaiah was the overseer's kid because, of course, he didn't tell me, and if he did, it got cut off. I didn't tell you before, no. Ant is gonna be in big trouble if he, if Isaiah becomes a big, like, rats her out and be like, oh, she tried to beat me up. But then again, Ant will just fight back by beating him up again <laughs> and failing. Eat dirt in front of him. Show him that you're superior. Show your dominance by eating dirt. <laughs> Eat dirt to assert your dominance. So we gotta handle this in a way that that's smart and clever. And if <clears throat> if he rats us out, we could, we could just feed him up again or something. I I don't know. I I I I thought that the tray thing would work. It it I didn't know he could. I didn't know he could just take it like that. The tray was like just like really covered in goo, and so it slipped out of your hand. He probably just yoinked it out because Ant may be very- Ant is not the strongest. She is swift, <clears throat> but not strong. We should go just- okay, okay. Fuck, I can't believe I forgot my best friend's name. Mandy. We should go meet Mandy. See, see what she has planned. She's a lot better with planning than me. I mean, you heard her earlier. She, she knew all kinds of stuff about- about different goos. I love the idea that, like, all throughout this campaign, you just keep calling food goo. <laughs> like, even, like, you'll have, like, a fucking burger at, like, Anchorage and be like, oh, yeah, goo. We eat an apple and we're like, oh, man, solid That goo. was some really crunchy goo. <laughs> hey, real quick, uh, so, looking at my skills, uh, how does the, um, bonus, how do bonuses work with skills? Like, how do you figure out what your bonus is for a skill? Um, so you're... Bonus is it should be written there, right? I mean, like, uh, like for example, if I were to, if I were to make say like a, like a speech check or something, how would I tell my bonus for that? So that would be speech, I believe, is a d hundred roll. So you would just use the number that's written there. Yeah, it's a d one hundred roll, and you would roll your d one hundred, or in our case, a d ten in a percentile, and then you would add your speech skill. Oh, okay. there's no. So the the way it works is that like combat is different, but for general skill checks, it's going to be a D one hundred. Oh, okay, okay. I, I wasn't sh I wasn't sure if it was like combat where was like every ten to, for that combat skill was like a bonus or something. Yeah, combat 
combat. Okay. So those rolls apply to weapons. Got it. Okay. Okay, it makes sense now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. By the way, we didn't. I didn't mention this earlier, but we're playing uh, vaults and vertebrates and or wasteland survival guide. One of the two. I uh, I don't know what they decided that they're officially calling it. <laughs> it's kind of both. I don't know. And then a heads up because I just realized uh, this might be an important detail. I never played a Fallout game, so this is. I have no idea what's going on. Half the Same. people here have never played a Fallout game. I've played New Vegas. I've played an immense amount of hours in uh, all the Fallout games. Including 76? Uh, I mean, 76 I have like, doesn't exist. I have like, yeah, it does exist. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. There's no such thing. I have like maybe 10 hours in that. If that. All I know is I, ma- yeah. I made... So I didn't know you'd... I thought you'd only played New Vegas and 4. Um, no, I've played New Vegas, uh, three, four, a little bit of two. I know you played, like, the mobile game or something where you built a vault. Oh, oh I, 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 I guess some of that. I, I know, I know, I, I'm, like, hip with the lore. All I know is from the Monster Factory Final Pam video. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, just realize everything that I'm doing in this prologue is to piss off the Smiths, honestly. Good. They're gonna be the big. They're gonna be the bad guy at the end. They're like, damn it, you're fucking grounded. It's like they're gonna be right. like the leader of the big fascist faction. Oh my god. We've replaced Caesar and Caesar's Legion. Caesar. I'm sorry. That was in fact a motherfucking JoJo reference. Oh, I uh, couldn't tell. Fuck. Too tired for this shit. <laughs> All right. So you guys are gonna go over to Mandy's room. I'm gonna also, you know, I'm gonna have a good conversation with Papa Scuffy. You know, gotta bond with this Papa. Hi. That. Yep. You know, I recently learned where they keep all the sharp utensils for making the goo. If I wanted, I could cut my hair soon. (laughs) I'm no longer afraid of the potty. (laughs) I'm finally old enough to use the big boy scissors. I learned where the knives were, and now I'm gonna fucking cut my hair, damn it. Hey, I'm assuming inspiration works in this game like it does in D&D. That's how I'm gonna- I didn't say anything about it in the book for it, so I'm just gonna assume that's how it works. Okay. What was it? It was like a reroll or something? Or an extra dice? What was uh, it? And I, I think it's just- it gives you advantage when you want. Advantage, like, yes, yeah, as, yep, 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 that's what it yeah. was. Same as D&D. Um... Is that all you want to say to each other? Yeah. <laughs> I'm also going to run, when we get to Mandy, I'm going to like rush up to Mandy and be like, Mandy, I, I know where the sharp things are, and I'm going to cut my hair, because it, it's, uh-huh. it's too long uh-huh. and too and too pretty, and it reminds me of Auntie Smith, and I, I don't like it. Am I oh, with him? No. Uh, I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't be with okay, these two. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to... Uh... Be like, hey guys, uh, no need for that. I'm gonna whip out my combat knife. <gasps> uh, which I, pr- I stand still. Give me the money. I, I promise that my combat knife had nothing to do with the idea that I had earlier with the overseer skin. <laughs> okay, cool. I believe you. Anyway, so good. Like, be like, okay, Mandy, tell us your plan. While I'm like in the middle of cutting my hair poorly with a combat knife. Uh, okay. Well, she 
turns around and she shows you something that she has on her desk. It's sort of like a, you see various pieces of metal sort of, you know, stitched together, screwed together, a little bit of duct tape in there. And she says, Isaiah has something that you guys don't know about. And it's called a skeletal enhancer. Oh. Wow, that sounds really, wow, that sounds like, God. All right, I'm going to go out on a limb here. And say, uh, does it enhance your skeleton? Yeah. Basically, it, nice. it's a bit of a robot sort of thing that mm-hmm. increases the power of your physical form. I can, ass- I can finally ascend through the, throughout this human body, become an alpha. <laughs> it, it's basically like, have you seen Megalobox? Mm-mm. I'm assuming oh, yeah. it's like a like one of those cool exoskeleton body yeah. things. It's kind of like an exoskeleton inside. thing that you could wear under your clothes. It's not very it's not very like thick or anything. It's a pretty small thing, but it punk it punks a patch. It packs a punch. It's a five nights at Freddy's endoskeleton. It's not. It's I'm not. Joking, I'm joking. It's just like a little thing that you wear on your back. You wouldn't even know it's no, there. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't know. Wow, he He's using a skeletal, a, a skeletal enhancer just to bully mm-hmm. people? What an asshole. <laughs> Look at the way he slept his sleep. What an asshole. Um, but well, yeah. But I think I have a way to stop it. And she points to the thing on her desk. And she says, I'm going to use this to disable his enhancer. It's just a fuck. It's just a fucking revolver. It's just like a fucking. It's a gun. It's a gun. She built the gun. No, (laughs) no, it's not a gun. She says, "This is a. I'm calling it a mini EMP targeting device, because I can't think of anything else to call it. But I'm missing a part. Hmm, What is that? Well, I need. Fuck. I did. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. uh, Um. Um. uh, Brain not. Work. I didn't prepare for this. The, what's the word? There's a word. I need a turbo flux accelerometer. Capacitor. That's the word. That was it. <laughs> I, I need a compa- I need a capacitor, but it's a really specific one that I don't have. But I think I know where there is one. And she reaches under her desk, and she pulls out this giant like tome of a handbook, and you look at it. And it says, Vault 79 General Guide. I thought you were going to say Vault Invertebrates uh, Wasteland Guide. It, said, it says Wasteland Survival Guide 2.0. Uh, no. I'm going to point out, that, like, I don't know if this is in-game or something, but, like, I like the little funny cartoon man on the front. Oh, the uh, Vault Boy? <laughs> yeah, Vault Boy! Yeah. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. nice. And she, like, gently rubs her finger on him. And he's like, be good. <laughs> Ant is not going to kink shame because she wants to have 20 robot uh, robot spouses. So, like, maybe hypocritical for her to kink shame. She flips open the book, and it's fucking heavy. It's like, thud, 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 thud. She's, like, flipping through the pages. And she lands on a page, and she points her finger down, and it's a map of the vault. And she says, this is the maintenance floor of the vault. Most of us aren't allowed in there, but I'm pretty sure that right here, and she points to, like, a little storage room-looking motherfucker, and she says, I'm pretty sure they have an extra store of capacitors in there, and if you guys are stealthy enough, you might be able to get one for me. 
Okay, I have two things to say. One, of course I'm stealthy enough, you know me. But two, when you add the capacitor and you finish taking down a skeleton and feeding him, will you be, like, taking the capacitor out and putting it back? Because unless we have a really, really large amount, I don't think it's the best idea to take from the vault because something could go wrong. I'm already off on my way to go get the capacitor. Look, I just need to know, like, will you be returning it wait, unless wait, there's, wait, like, an wait, abundance? Wait. There should be plenty. Okay. I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be letting us out in just a few years. And from what I know, capacitors don't die that often. I don't know if that's true, out of character, but I'm bullshitting. <laughs> These are future capacitors. They're different. Yeah, it's good. These are future. Fa they're fantasy capacitors. I mean, the pet boy kinetically has like 2,000 gigabytes of RAM. Yeah, this capacitor has three terabytes of RAM. Um, We shouldn't run out. I think we'll keep it. Okay. Plus, you never know when we'll need it again. Very good to know. Thank you. Anyway, uh, so can uh, can you point me to the general direction where I need to go? I uh, I kind of have to drop off this hair real fast. She's gonna hold up her like hair. It's like she's like holding it to her face. I have to chop off the hair. <laughs> she's like I need to chop this off at home real fast. Back back where back wherever like I don't know where. Do they have like their own separate little mini apartments or something, or do they just got bunk? So usually families will stay together. Um, but she has her own room. I mean, it's a bunk bed, but, like, no one's somehow no okay, one's staying Okay, Smith is probably gonna, like, sneak into the Smith family um, area, just dump the hair in there, like, fuck you. I'm going to, I'm going to beckon, I'm gonna go up to Ant, beckon towards the knife, and be like, hey, can I have Big Scuff back? Oh, yes. And then we get Big, <laughs> big Scuff back. I'm gonna take Big Scuff and put it in my pocket. <laughs> anyway, so, gotta take it to Pix pit stop to drop off um, my hair with the smith family just you know dump it on the floor and be like fuck you and then we gotta go and sneaky around which i have amazing sneak uh what's your score for that real quick i'm just curious oh my score is 40. oh He's nice really good. Loud lads back together. Reunion <laughs> tour. Hell yeah, dude. Alright. So you are in a suburban house. 
centuries ago. Uh, it's a nice, you know, one-story sur- suburban house. There's, like, a couch and a little... You know how they have, like, the LED... Not the LED, uh, like, a little CTR, CRT TV. Uh, they have, you know, just a bunch of stuff going on. Typical, like, right. Americana, 50s sort of house, futuristic 50s sort of house. You're around the house doing chores, uh, like, sweeping up, cleaning off nice. the kitchen counter, things like that. When a woman comes rushing in the front door, you hear the locks turn... And she's shouting, Doctor, Doctor, come here quick. Coming. And I go. She's carrying her child, and she sets him down on the kitchen table, and she says, and he's crying, and she says, Can you help figure out what's wrong? He slipped down the slide at the park. I, I don't know if he broke his leg, but oh, I hope he's okay. Let me have a look. Alright, that's going to be a medicine check, which is a thing. Hold on. I have to look up every fucking thing in the fucking manual every time. Let's see. Um, let's just... Let's see, let's have a basic 100, a D100 to diagnose what's wrong. Okay. That is a 20. Oh, boy. Uh, did you add your modifier? What is my modifier? <laughs> your medicine skill. It should be on your page. Oh, yeah, it's 45. So, 65? So that's more than 20. Uh, <laughs> with a 65, you are able to tell that he has damaged his ankle and his lower leg. It seems like there might be some sort of rupture in the muscle. She looks up at you, worried. What do you tell her? Do I have something to treat this with? Um, You would have to probably... That's a good question. There might be a first aid kit. There's a first aid kit in the house. I'll go grab the first aid kit. Wait right here. So you head back to the kitchen. It's underneath one of the counters. You pull it out. It's, you know, it's a typical first aid kit, like a little white box with a red plus on it. And it says first aid in big red letters. Uh, you pull it out, open it up, and you find some gauze to... Like I said, there, there's... He damaged his ankle a little bit, but there was also uh, sort of a bit of a cut on the leg. So you pull out some gauze... Uh, and you rush back over, and presumably you start wrapping it around the leg. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh dear, are we going to have to take him to the hospital? No, no, he should be fine. <sighs> Alright, I was worried. Doctor, you're a godsend. And she turns around, and she looks at the television, and she says, I've just been so stressed the past week, with everything at work, and now this. Oh god. And she turns around, sits on the sofa, and she flicks on the TV. Uh, And as she does, you see a sort of a national alert, the emergency system. You hear the beeps and bloops that goes along with that. And it says, this is not a test. Nuclear missiles are coming toward the American mainland. Everybody head toward a vault as soon as possible. And then it switches over to a newscaster, and he looks distressed. Uh, And he's saying, you know, he's just like in tears and uh, she's like, oh my god, what? Do I know if there's a vault here? There isn't. There is no vault nearby? Oh god. Get, um, oh god. Get, uh, get under the table! I guess we should go to the basement? That might be the best chance of survival that you have, yes. Okay, I'm gonna pick up the kid, carry him to the basement with me, and hope she follows. And she, she grabs the, well no, she grabs her telephone and she starts dialing a number. 
Uh, and your memory gets a little bit fuzzy. You don't remember what she was, who she called or anything, but she calls someone and you rush downstairs. There's some supplies down there in the basement. It's like a cement walled cement floor, cement ceiling kind of thing. You know how basements are shitty. Um, and there's like an iron trap door, like a steel one there. And after a few minutes, she's still up there. And then you hear a loud rumbling from outside, and then everything goes black. They said Alaska was so cold. They said to live there, you gotta be oh so bold. They never knew just what we had till it was gone. Alaska, where'd you go? Alaska, where'd you go? Alaska, where'd you go? Why'd you go away? Alaska, where'd you go? Alaska, where did you go? Alaska, where'd you go? Why'd you go away? Yeah. They said Alaska must be cold They said to live there you must be oh so bold They never knew just what we had Till it was gone